Hello, and welcome to the Life Science Rush Hour with Mac Worker. Hope everyone's having a great Friday. Today, or yesterday, I had the pleasure of uh, attending the, the biotech conference put on by Maryland Tech Council. It's held down in Baltimore. Um, really interesting event. I don't know a lot about what's going on in the Maryland life science ecosystem. Um, I, of course, know that um, the, the, the scene down in the kind of D.C. Carter uh, of Gaithersburg, Rockville, is, you know, is, is a burgeoning scene. A lot of companies are, are coming out of that area, um, you know, fair share of public companies. So there's, there's a lot of growth there, it seems to me. Um, I'm kind of from the 30,000-foot level, not really knowing what's going on on the weeds. Um, what I was unaware of what was going on in the rest of the state, if anything. So I got down there a little late, so I missed kind of the opening remarks by, their, uh, by Maryland's Lieutenant Governor uh, Rutherford. So I uh, would like to kind of gotten an update there where they think they're going, um, you know, from a, with, with the state. But, you know, hopefully next year I can get there and uh, maybe they'll have the governor for all I know. Um, so a couple takeaways I took from, from this conference is um, from, the, from the different sessions I went to. Um, a, the manufacturing, the life science manufacturing is, is impressive down there. In Maryland, from what they told me, again, I didn't fact check this. That, but from like a, a T cell and personalized medicine, personalized gene therapy, Maryland is a leading manufacturing state in that in that sector. Um, they that was from the the CCO of Paragon Bioservices, who is of course a big uh, CMO. Um, of course, a lot of that 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 technology. And R&D is coming from other places such as, you know, Cambridge or, or San Francisco. But the fact they're doing the, a lot of manufacturing of it down there, um, I think, is a step in the right direction. Um, another interesting thing I found is, you know, as I kind of alluded to, what's the rest of the state doing outside of that Gaithersburg kind of area? Well, there was the uh, fireside chat. Um, and it included the three, the three leaders of, of the, of the, you know, the leading universities in, in, in Baltimore prop. So it was the university of Maryland, Baltimore County, um, Johns Hopkins and university of Maryland, Baltimore. I wasn't quite sure what the differences between university of Maryland, Baltimore and Baltimore County, but there is a difference. That's what I was told. Um, so those, those schools are doing a lot. Um, you know, they're doing a lot of collaboration together. Uh, there's a, a tech park, there's an incubator space. Um, of course there's, there's research being done within those universities and hospitals. Um, so there's a lot of things going the right way for them. You know, I would also probably say the, the, the cost of doing business is probably lower than the likes of Cambridge, New York, San Francisco. The space you know, they didn't really talk about that because that's always an issue. A lab space, hey, you know, bench space, um, what's the availability of there? So they really talk about that. Um, but obviously the hospitals get, offer a lot of R&D that's already done. Um, the things I heard that are probably working against growing in that immediate area, and this is more conversations I had with, you know, participants throughout the conference was, 
you know, the, the Baltimore itself is behind other cities in their growth and, and getting, um, you know, a critical mass there. Um, whether that's right or wrong, I'm not exactly sure, but it's kind of a recurring theme I heard that, you know, they got to get more people there and a, and a willingness for people to want to live there. Now, when you hear the, you know, the leaders of these universities, they all say people, you know, their students, they want to stay there. Um, I hope that's true because obviously without people and um, a willingness to stay there, it's going to be tough to succeed because you need the talent to stay. Um, and people want to, especially younger people, they want to live where other young people are. They want things to do at night, on the weekends, etc. So I think that's going to be a challenge to the city itself. Um, and that's kind of out of their control. Um, but I think other things are certainly there. Um, you know, I, I go to events in New York a lot. They're trying to grow that space. They have, I think, problems that are going to be tougher. Yeah, tougher to overcome. You know, their, their problems are almost exact opposite. They've got people. People want to live in New York, but space is expensive. There's probably not the collaboration that we're seeing down in Baltimore. Um, so they're kind of complete. If we could bed the, put those two together, it'd be perfect. I live in Philly, so maybe we can kind of find that. I'd like to think we're the happy medium. Um, you know, they had some other great sessions as well. Um, there were different tracks. I didn't get to go to all of them. I would have liked to actually hit the um, the one on blockchain, but you know, time was time was precious, and you only have so many. Um, you know, they one of the more interesting companies I heard from was. Um, uh, adaptive phage therapeutics, really interesting story and of the company. Um, so the company started, there was a couple from San Diego, both were scientists. Um, they went to the middle East, Egypt, I believe the husband caught, uh, came down with something called his doctor. They gave him antibiotics. Um, it actually ended up being a gallstone, I believe, but the, but the, the, to do the procedure, the uh, the equipment was contaminated they ultimately believe so he got you know bacteria in them nothing no antibiotics would get would would kill it kept getting worse they had airlift into frankfurt germany eventually you know from frankfurt he was transported to back to san diego when a coma organ failure started and phage is ultimately what saved his life. So this is basically a bacteria that eats other bacteria, is my understanding. Um, and what they're what this adaptive phage technology is trying to do is they're trying to be a replacement for the antibiotics, so the penicillins, etc. Um, I think their first play is going and and doing it is a last resort when all of these kind of against these superbugs. Another interesting point was that this technology kind of and this phage technology bank, because it's a bank, you know, it's a live, you know, it's, it's a live bacteria. Um, originally in the Navy, and then um, his the the CEO's father was really the originator of this and started. It's almost his technology. It was his baby. He didn't want to, you know, he was a scientist by trade. He didn't want to go into it. Um, and his son ultimately said, "Hey, I'll do it. You, get, I've got, we've got all this technology, all this data, and." You know, we'll go from there. So they've created uh, mechanisms to make the, the, the process faster, um, but essentially it's personalized antibiotics at this point. So there's still some time, cost, um, and that's why it'll probably be the last line. 
I mean, of course, their play is more downstream, long-term, because many experts are predicting that, you know, at some point, antibiotics just aren't going to work. So what do we do then? And that's what they're what, what, what the phage is going to do. So really interesting story. Great presenter. Um, I, I wish the best for the company. I think they do have some challenges, just almost more from a pricing standpoint um, and getting that, that done. But obviously, we hope it works out for them. Um, then, of course, they had the pitch contest. One of the better pitch contests is I've actually seen. And I go to a lot of these events. And what probably was good or what I liked about it was it was diverse companies. They had um, device, oncology. Um, they There was five. They had um, pain management. Um, they had one that was uh, there to protect, um, to, to, to help farmer, you know, fish farmers um, keep their, their stock healthy so they don't get um, disease. So it was pretty diverse. Uh, as about as diverse as you can get, you know, when the, 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 the one with the sea and the fish, I've never seen anything like that one of these events. So it was really interesting for me. Uh, ultimately, uh, the company Remedy Plant Therapeutics won. Um, and it wasn't necessarily a surprise, not that their product was the best, but they just seemed to be a little further along. Um, their CEO, very well-versed, you know, no hiccups in his presentation or anything along those lines. So it was a, it was a very professional, precise um, presentation. Um, clearly done it, like I said, plenty of times before. So, you know, I'll be looking to see how this evolves, this this ecosystem down there um, as the years progress. It's something that, for me personally, really interests to see these all these different cities and states trying to grow grow the space. I think they have a lot of good things going for them. And that would start with the universities. I think that's kind of the, the core. You need universities and you need large pharma. It's or some pharma already there or biotech, a larger company where you can get entrepreneurs that, you know, they, they want to go out on their own. Um, and I think they they have it to a certain extent or close enough um, that it could be feasible for them. So, you know, I, I, I also saw, ironically, the county, you know, Los Angeles County was having a big event yesterday because they're trying to grow the space. Obviously, I wasn't there, um, but I saw some stuff on Twitter and whatnot. Um, probably <laughs> the same the same format as the the event I was at. Um, so we'll see how all these things can, you know, kind of work out um, for these different geographies. And, um, you know, not all of them can win. Um, so time will tell. So I appreciate you listening um, on this fine Friday morning. Uh, if you want to reach out to me with suggestions for topics, feel free. You can reach me at Matt, M-A-T-T, at Matt Cork, M-A-T-T-C-O-R-C.com, uh, on my blog, MattCork.com, and Twitter, MXC390. Hope everyone has a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.